Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Burgundy Zone. I am your host, Kyle, and I am joined by my co-host, Michael Hall. What's up? And special guest, Nathan Coleman. Thank you so much for joining us for this reactionary pod, Nathan. What's going on, guys? Thanks for having me on. It's not an exciting one, Nathan, to say the least. It's a 31-17 loss to the Baltimore Ravens. Look, the team altogether just seemed like they weren't in it. From the start, um, the Ravens jumped up early and just kind of extended their league. What, what's your kind of your immediate reaction to the loss? Your biggest takeaway from the the game? Yeah, I think uh, you saw the most pass attempts of Dwayne Haskins' career. Those passing yards, a kind of solid yards per attempt. Uh, it's nothing sexy, but I, I think that's a you know stepping stone. It, it definitely wasn't regression. So yeah. on the side it was really just big plays overall I think they only gave up about 330 yards that's not bad for Baltimore uh, it was just big plays on third down special teams conversions you know it, it, overall they just didn't put it all together but it, it could have been a lot worse absolutely looking at the stats taking away that 50 yard touchdown run by Lamar Jackson this defense actually held their running game to under 100 yards uh, that being said it was a Controlling effort by the Baltimore Ravens. That So let's go to you, Hall. What was your immediate reaction to that game? Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, nothing really major. Uh, I like what I saw from Dwayne as far as he didn't turn the ball over. It looked like to me he was going through his reads. Uh, I would have liked a little bit of more shots down the field. Early often, yeah. Early and often, exactly. Uh, my third- take was Antonio Gibson and Terry McLaurin. We got something right yeah. there. Those are the uh, pillars of the offense. We need to start building around them. I think the defense, uh, we get another cornerback and someone in the secondary. I think we stir that up. And those are the stepping stones that we need. But as far as the game overall, uh, like you said, we held them as far as the uh, the big plays kind of killed us. Yep. But the rushing game, I was expecting them to kill us in that. We kind of held our ground as far as that. Yeah. And we wanted Lamar to beat us through the passing game, and he did it. So kudos to him. Yeah, and to your credit, Kendall Fuller with those two crucial interceptions, he had a big game. Dwayne Haskins, 32 of 45, 314 yards in that rushing touchdown at the end of the game. Antonio Gibson, though, he was on another level with 13 carries, 46 Mm -hmm. yards and a touchdown, and then with four receptions for 82 yards, he really showed that he can be the stable force in this offense. And then you can't talk about this offense without bringing up Terry McLaurin with 10 receptions for 118 yards. I think the offense altogether, you can look at it and say, yeah, they had a good game. But in the beginning of the game, the third down conversions, I believe at one point they were two for eight. And I believe that was the difference uh, in that game it, early on because the Ravens in the second half were almost like lackluster. I mean, they, they started RG3 at one point. You know what I mean? It, it just it, – if you could point to something, Nathan, what do you think was the, the end game for this? Yeah, I think you nailed it talking about third down. Uh, going into this game, they rank 11th in third down yardage to go, which is excellent. That's a huge improvement from last year. But they rank 28th in third down conversion. So something's got to give there, and it's a matter of winning on early downs and creating efficient opportunities for Haskins to convert it. But I think he's still just – he's kind of struggling, and they still don't have guys who can just win one-on-one. That was – today with Gibson, I mean, like, you, you can't hand it off to him every play and expect him to beat three or four guys, but you get a catch. All he has to beat is a defensive back or a linebacker one-on-one, and he can do that most of the time. 
Yeah, and they were 4 of 13 on third down today, which is the big indicator there. Now, that being said, you bring up the Ravens on third down. They were 5 of 11. They weren't much better, but the fact is they had the big plays downfield that they were able to score on. And, you know, you talk – that. That one punt, that fake punt, I, I knew that was coming from a mile away. You know, I saw it, and I was like, you know, this is it. You're yeah. in the enemy's te- territory. It's a long fourth down. Why wouldn't you? But credit to uh, Coke, uh, Cook because that was a perfect ball. I, well, I mean, what, what, can you, what can you say about that play? Hey, listen to this. They, they said on NFL.com he's completed all seven of his career passes yeah. 100% of the time. I mean, that's, that's insane. And he's good. Yeah, I mean, look. Like you just said, 100% of the time, seven, seven out of seven. What can you say? I mean, like you said, you smelled it from a mile away. Unfortunately, they converted it. Hey, like you said, good call by uh, Harbaugh. So, nothing you can really do about that. That's like once of the, it's like yeah. one of those once in a blue moon type of things where it's just like really. It's just like it just it was such a good play by them. All you can do is just because I'm pretty sure at the special teams, special teams of the Washington football team, they actually dropped back two guys in the middle of the field to yeah. make sure it was there wasn't going to be a fake. They weren't expecting you know a hitch route on the outside, which was very executed very well. A lots of credit to the Ravens for doing that because look, they profited off of uh, Andrews touchdown, which was a big touchdown for them. Yeah. To be able to spread it out and look, he had a big day. We thought he was going to with two touchdowns, but that like you you thought you they were going to be able to contain it, but look, Andrews balled out yet again. Yeah, I mean, the team is known for uh, giving up a lot of big plays to tight ends. That's been an Achilles heel of this defense for not yeah. just year, this year, but just going back many years. So you kind of expected Mark Andrews to have a big day. That's Lamar Jackson's number one favorite target anyway. Uh, so yeah, he, he killed us definitely down the seams and killed us in between the, uh, hashtags or the, not the hashtags, but the, uh, in between the hashes, in between the hashes. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right about that. But Hall, let's keep it with you though. If like, like I asked Nathan, what do you think, if you could point to something in this game, what do you think was the tipping point? If you could point to something and say, this is the reason why they lost. Nah, you guys hit him right on the head of the third downs. I mean, Coming into this, this has been, again, another Achilles heel of the offense, just not for this year, but many years leading up to this. Uh, right now, we don't have many people that can win one-on-one outside of Terry McLaurin, Jerry uh, McKissick every once in a while. Obviously, Gibson in the passing game got involved today. But definitely the third downs uh, killed us today. And again, on third down, getting off the field, giving our defense a little bit of rest, uh, converting third downs on offense to uh, give, the, like I said, the defense some rest. So I think it was third downs on offense and third downs on defense that killed us there. Yeah, and also you can point to sacks. Only one sack on the day for Lamar Jackson. Lots of credit to John Bosick. 14 tackles on the day, six solo. He was flying around the field. Troy Apke had a good play early on. It's hard because you saw glimpses of good play here and there. Nate, where was somebody that you thought stood out today that played well? I mean, Kendall Fuller. He, yeah, he's not accustomed to playing on the outside. Uh, his one year in Kansas City, when we traded him, he played primarily on the outside, and the Chiefs had one of the worst defenses in the NFL, and he was probably one of the worst cornerbacks. He's a lot more accustomed to playing in the slot or even playing safety on occasion. But you got to give him credit. Um, with Baltimore, they're they're obviously it's it's complicated to stop them, but they only have two focal points in offense. It's right. just Andrews. They don't throw to their running backs. They don't have a secondary receiver of no. You you got Boykin, you got Snead and Duvernay. You don't 
none of those guys you have to worry about. So I was kind of surprised they didn't bracket Andrews more and maybe just you could cover Brown one-on-one and stack guys in the box. But I was, I was kind of surprised by that. It's like they, they were – every time you get in the red zone, it's like you know to look for Andrews, and it's like they were shocked when he's open. But I was disappointed there. But, yeah, I thought Fuller had a good day, and he's he's kind of like a Swiss Army knife a little yeah. bit, right? But, you know, like the defensive version of Antonio Gibson. You can put him at safety. You can put him in the slot. You can put him on the outside. And that frees up some flexibility for your other players like Moreland to play on the inside. Yeah, and lots of credit. Tim Settle got us the only sack on the day for the Washington football defense. He showed out. Yeah. Jonathan Allen did very well today as well in the run game. He was stifling guys. Who was somebody that stood out for you, Hall? As much as it, I know this is a loss, but I did see some uh, good good things out of this Washington team today. Yeah, you named him, and uh, you were naming off the guys on defense. Uh, t- uh, Tim Settle was the guy that stood out for me. He definitely flashed uh, across the TV screen every time I looked up. He was in the backfield causing havoc. Like you just mentioned, he called, He got the one sack on the day. Uh, I mean, obviously, he's not my, Matt Ioannidis, mm. but there's not much drop-off when you got a big rotation like that coming in on defensive line like that. So definitely Tim Settle was uh, one of the guys that stood out for me. So kudos to him. Yeah, and it, and it just sucks because this game altogether, it just seemed like this team was on another level. You know, it sucks as you want to say it. It just seemed like it was a good team that was put together that knew what they were doing. Where with Washington on offense, you know, they still struggled to be able to move the football early on and especially on crucial downs like we have already alluded to, uh, unfortunate enough. But before we go out of here, guys, we have to ask the question, Dwayne Haskins, do you think that he impressed the coaching staff enough to say that he progressed in this game? Let's go to you, Nathan, first. Yeah, I'm sure they're going to stick with him. You didn't really see any turnovers. Um, and it doesn't just come down to turnovers. It's more than that. Um, a, a big thing I noticed is, and I've noticed this all year, they have to have methodical drives just to get the ball into the red zone. It takes, mm-hmm. I think, one play, the last play was uh, it was 17 plays for 82 yards, and they didn't score a touchdown. They could have kicked a field goal, but they decided to go for it on fourth and goal. Um, but they, when when it takes that long to score, what that tells me is you don't have explosive players. And mm. it just so happens they rank 26 in explosive plays per game. They don't have guys who can go the distance. They, You have to be surrounded by that. You see that in Baltimore. They have guys who can break tackles and create something out of nothing. So I think that's one area they could improve on. Yeah, absolutely. What about you, Hall? Do you agree with Nate that – you know, this coaching staff's looking at this like this was a progression? Yeah. I mean, it's again, it's one of those situations where I feel like Dwayne didn't do anything to win us the game, per se, but he also didn't do anything to lose us the game, you know? So it's like kind of, uh, again, Alex Smith is kind of his mentor. It's kind of the Alex Smith thing where he just did enough to kind of keep him, mm-hmm. keep him in the game, but he didn't really do enough to get us into the game or whatever. So uh, I think they're definitely going to stick with him. As long as he's not turning the ball over like he did last week and kind of regressing, as Ron Rivera kind of referred to like that. Uh, like I said before, I kind of referenced before, it looked like to me he was definitely going through his regressions and kind of looked like he was hitting the right guys, but it was just kind of – it was all kind of short game and nothing really down the field. Again, I wish we would kind of take more shots down the field because yep. obviously with Terry McLaurin, someone someone like that, you have the uh, definitely the big play uh, – type of offense or the yeah. type of uh what's yeah often I don't know sorry but <laughs> but uh yeah like I said uh all in all Dwayne didn't have a bad game but he definitely didn't have a great game so 
it is what it is. Yeah. Hopefully going into next week, they're going to show, show a little bit more against the Rams. And essentially what you are saying is that this was a total team loss. And I think that is probably the best way to say it because as much as you want to critique the offense and say they didn't do third down conversions, the defense also, I thought one of the keys for the Washington to win this football game was limiting big plays. And they didn't do that. Some of those big plays led to a lot of points being scored. Now it was a difference in this game, in my opinion. They lost by 14 points and two huge plays to Malcolm Brown, uh, I thought. And then uh, the touchdown run to Lamar Jackson. Those were the differences in this game, in my opinion. And it sucks to say uh, for everyone out there. But look, you can't kill Dwayne. I don't think he took a step back in this game. This is a team thing. And uh, as much as everyone wanted to make a big deal about Dwayne last week, I don't think it's going to be the same this week. He he did something to solidify himself. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for joining us for this quick reactionary pod. I know we all got stuff to do. I really appreciate you coming by, Nathan. I know uh, usually you don't have your data and your stats like you, used, you usually do uh, until Tuesday. So I'm going to make sure to get you on again so that way we get you uh, up and running with some uh, full arsenal of stats. All right. Sounds good. Thanks for having me on, man. Absolutely. All right. I'm, I'm Kyle. I'm Hall. All right, everybody. We'll see you on Tuesday again. Thank you so much, Nate. We'll see you guys. Washington football.